What mouse walks on two legs? What mouse walks on two legs? Mickey Mouse? That's right, Mickey. Now, bonus round. What duck walks on two legs? Well, Donald. No, Tony. All ducks do. (laughs) (laughs) Well, now, don't I feel dumb? This is Paladin Financial Talk with Jeff Foley from Paladin Financial. Basically, the more accounts you have, the more opportunities there are for mistakes. So taking control of your assets may help you to avoid some of those common mistakes that investors make. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals, your money, and your plans in perfect harmony. And now, here is Paladin Financial Talk with Jeff Foley. Hello, and welcome back to Paladin Financial Talk. This is Jeff Foley with Paladin Financial. And I want to encourage you, if you're listening in for the first time here, to check us out uh, further episodes on iTunes, Spotify, or Google. And uh, you can also check out our website, financialpaladin.com, for past shows as well. But uh, today, we've got a a great show lined up for you. We're going to talk about uh, some different mistakes that people make in planning for retirement. As uh, Merriam-Webster says, it's normal for people to make mistakes. If you didn't know that, thank you, Merriam-Webster, for clarifying that. (laughs) Sure. You know, as we, we've heard the the phrase, to err is human, but uh, when creating a financial strategy, it's likely you're going to make mistakes along the way. And today we're going to look at some of those mistakes, how to avoid those. One of our resources is a study from ValuePenguin.com. Never heard of them, Tony. Have you? Value uh, Penguin. Value Penguin? Val- no. I've okay. heard of Penguin yeah. publishers, but not Value <laughs> not Penguin. Value Penguin. <laughs> Uh, and it's called Americans Commit 91 Financial Fails a Year. Ooh. So you got to make sure you're on pace. You're staying staying on track there. But uh, it would be a monumental mistake for me to not welcome you, Tony, officially. Our co-host, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. How are you doing today, Tony? Well, I'm here, so I'm doing great. Well, Obviously, good. you and I love getting together and doing the show. We have fun with it. But I have to go back. You said, I, I love that phrase, to air as human, but that's only the first half of that phrase, as you know. Uh, the full phrase is to err is human, to eat pizza is divine. <laughs> and folks, it all comes back to pizza. It, it always does. I bring it back. I always bring it back. But I think it's funny we're talking about mistakes, and uh, I got your little pun there. It would be a monumental mistake uh, to forget to welcome me. And you know what? It's no mistake that we're discussing this topic today. I mean, 91 financial fails a year sounds like a lot to me, Jeff. But before we get into that, how are you doing? I know you you usually have a great story to tell right here. Yeah, wow, put me on the spot. I'm, do, I'm first. I'm doing great. Um, let me check with my wife, and I'll get back to you on that. <laughs> good answer. Good answer. Uh, good answer. Yeah, and our wives do sometimes listen to the show. So, uh, yeah. Uh, we Best have to, behavior. Yeah, we have to check with them before we tell <laughs> stories. So, uh, but seriously, 91 financial fails. That's crazy. It is. That means uh, on average, once every four days, roughly, give or take. And we'll talk about some of those, but eating out is a common one. Eating out too often, too frequently. Online shopping, wake at 2 a.m., can't sleep. I think I need a burgundy umbrella set for my, I don't know what. <laughs> burgundy umbrella. <laughs> So in in short, unnecessary spending, when you add up all of those, 
overspending comes back to about $315 a month for the average American, $315 wow. a month. So that's a lot. And uh, that adds up over time. It does. Yeah. The study we're referencing to it talks about 20% of people spend more than they earn every month. Wow. So you think about that 20% of people, they're putting that on, on credits. They're, they're taking money out of retirement accounts. Not a good situation. Yikes. Yeah. Yeah. That's not good. So what else, uh, what is another financial fail? What would the study consider to be a financial fail? Uh, one of the other ones was not keeping an eye on your credit and only about 42% of people check their credit score at least once a month. And actually I thought that was sounded fairly high. I don't think a lot of people do that. No, no one I know <laughs> does it. So there's that. Uh, but it's especially troubling is how easy it is to keep an eye on your credit score. I mean, some financial institutions, some banks they offer as part of their app. So monitor your credit and they update it once a month. Uh, free service, but there are also uh, services that you can pay for to do that as well. So we're going to talk about a Consumer Reports article, Credit Score Myths, and we'll talk about some facts and myths about your credit score. And we'll start with some relatively trivial, trivial things. Tony, do you think that unpaid parking tickets or library fines can impact your credit score? Library fines? Um, I don't think so. I mean, maybe unpaid parking tickets, but I, I wouldn't think library fines. Yeah. Okay. Well, very good. Well, I mean, that's not something I've really considered, but now you have me worried, yeah. do they? <laughs> not that I have a lot of overdue library books, but. No, this is interesting. Parking tickets don't do not, but at one point, all the credit agencies, Equifax, Experian, TransUnion, they did receive library fine information from cities and court records. But these days, overdue library books, they can't lower your score, but it might make it more difficult to check out your next romance novel, which I know you enjoy, Tony. <laughs> well, I mean, that's a weight off my mind. I still have uh, that copy of Old Man in the Sea to return, <laughs> and I think I still have Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas checked out as well. Uh, so if uh, parking tickets and library fines can't impact my score, what can? Well, if you fail to pay a bill, it can impact your score even if before it's turned over to a collection agency. So people that are looking at your credit for a loan or whatever it might be, they can see your payment history and are you on time or not on time and how often over the past several years. And that late payment can remain and impact your score for seven years after that missed wow. payment debt. So wow. it's a very long tail on that. And uh, having a that can have a big impact on your score. Paying bills is about 35% of your credit score, paying those on time, that equates to about 35% of your credit score. Sure. Let's get back to the original issue, which is checking your credit report. I think this interests me uh, and will interest our listeners. How does that impact our score? Yeah, I've, I've heard this from a number of folks that they believe that if you look at your credit score, you look at your report, that's going to lower your score. It doesn't. So you as a consumer looking at your own credit report, that's not going to impact it. You're entitled to check your score three times a year. And there are services like LifeLock or Credit Karma. You can pay to have monthly access uh, or you can also gain monthly reports through, like I mentioned earlier, a, a bank or a credit card. A lot of those offer those nowadays. And you can also go to annualcreditreport.com to request your reports. But there are a lot of services out there you want to be careful that are that are scams. Um, so keep an eye on where you're putting your information in. Yeah, I've actually been to annualcreditreport.com. In fact, recently I checked it out. You yep. told me we were going to be talking about this today. 
And I pulled up my credit report, and it's that site is free and it's legit. Yep. There are a lot of ads, and it doesn't give you your score, but it gives you your full report and shows if you have any dings. Right. Uh, but to get the actual number, your score, then there's all these little ads and things around, and you do have to pay for that. So be really careful. But that's a really valuable site uh, to get reports from all three major credit report companies. Absolutely. And I'd recommend that you do that at least annually, and it might help you to impact, you know, identify an, an error that's been made on there. And about 5% of all credit reports have errors on them. So I found sure. I found one big one on mine. Oh, you did? Get this. It said uh, your credit score is being affected because your home address that you have listed is a commercial address, not a residential address. Really? And, it lists, and then below that, it listed the company. And that was on two of the different reports. And it listed some company that I've never heard of. And it had my home address and it's in a residential neighborhood and it's always been, it was a field wow. and then it was a residential neighborhood that was built in the seventies. So it's never been commercial property ever. Huh. And, uh, isn't it interesting? That is somehow they got, wow. yeah. Huh. So you do have to watch it. So you can click dispute and then just send them an email saying, no, this is a residential yeah. address. It's zoned residential and always has been. Interesting. So, yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah I would it, check it. Yeah, and it's a, that is a good source, annualcreditreport.com. It is the only federal-sponsored uh, or, or federally advocated free credit report service. So I encourage you to, to check that out. Um, now, I want to talk about our next, next financial fail, which is failing to save for retirement, which is oh, a big one. Yeah, that's a biggie. We talk about that. Yes, <laughs> time or two. So according to the survey we've been talking about, about 30% of people are putting away money for retirement. And in the past, a lot of people could rely on Social Security and a pension, having a full pension. That's going to cover everything that you need in retirement. But as we've talked about before, Tony, the pension has gone the way of the pension. The pension. So yeah, <laughs> not the dodo bird or the buffalo, the pension. We're going we're gonna to keep milking that for years to come. Yes, we will. Uh, so th that may not be enough. The average monthly benefit for Social Security uh, recipients in January of 2019 was a little under $1,500 a month, about $17,000 a year. And that can be a challenge to live on in retirement. Oh, yeah, I would say so. So is there a particular savings level or threshold that you recommend? A good rule of thumb is, is 10 to 15% of your gross income. And we can dial this in based on your particular situation. Look at your, your assets, your income, expenses, inflation, ages, all these different moving parts using our software and find out what the right number is for you. So we'll sit down with you to look at what you're saving now, examine your financial picture, your goals, your dreams. When do you want to retire? Are you already retired? And then put together a personalized plan to make sure that you achieve your retirement goals. So, so it's more about, it's more than just saving money. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Absolutely. It's one, that's one part of your financial strategy. In fact, that ties in with the next mistake, which is in general failing to plan and one in four Americans have a written financial strategy. So only 25% of Americans have a written financial plan. And uh, in my experience, for most people, I would say that number is that's higher than what I would have expected. I would have put yeah. it probably around 10%. Yeah. And those who don't have a plan often struggle in other areas <clears throat> with their finances. Less, a, less than a quarter of those without a written financial plan have an emergency fund. 
So yeah. if there's a washing machine that breaks or car tires need to replace, whatever it might be, you, you might be dipping into to credit cards or retirement savings there. And then nearly 70% of those without a written financial plan live paycheck to paycheck. So that's, that's a, not a good situation. Yeah, no. Uh, do you think it's because people don't have a written plan that they get into these situations or live paycheck to paycheck? Yeah, I do think uh, having a written plan helps you to keep on track and make sure that you're you're keeping your eye on the ball, if you will. Yeah. Be like a company. If you ran a company and didn't look at your profit and loss statement and your balance sheets, that, that wouldn't be a good idea. That's not going to work out very well. So those are some things to, to think about. The numbers for individuals that do have a written financial plan are, are much better. Nearly two-thirds of them have an emergency fund. Only 38% of those with a written financial plan report that they're living paycheck to paycheck. So in my opinion, having a plan that goes hand-in-hand hand with the organization and the strategy and the dedication that allows for an emergency fund and personal financial security. And the great news is that you can change that. If you're in that those percentages where you don't have a written financial plan, the solution I would say would be pick up the phone, give us a call, come in for a complimentary second opinion. We'll help you to put together a plan, a budget, help you to get on track for your retirement goals. That is what we do day in and day out for our clients. Yeah. And having something like a, a monthly spending plan or budget um, is really important. And that's a way to avoid having to live paycheck to paycheck because you can, if you see it written down and you discuss it, especially if you have a spouse, I've found that that helps yep. improve situations. So, um, it's important to budget your personal finance, isn't it? Absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's a huge part of the starting point is to know what are we actually spending today? And the next question, what are we spending that on and how do we improve upon that? And yeah. if you dig into the numbers, you're going to find for most people, hey, we could trim a lot back in this area. What if we reinvested that? Um, I haven't read this book yet, but I've read some excerpts from it. Um, and a great book. I've heard it's a pretty short read, but it's called The Latte Factor. And it basically does the math. The idea is everyone oh, yeah. has their latte a day type expense that there are a lot of people do that they're spending money on and maybe not thinking about it. And if you add that up, it amounts to a lot of money over time. Yeah. So, I wonder if the author drinks lattes every day. Maybe. Probably used to. <laughs> and then he wrote the book. Right. So, and now, uh, now he can afford those lattes. Maybe. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. He can budget for it at least. Well, uh, let our listeners know really quick. You mentioned people could come in and get this written plan, get a budget in place. What's that phone number they can call to set that up? Give us a call at 877-219-3199 or visit us online at financialpaladin.com. Come in and we'll help give you a complimentary review of your financial picture today. Put a plan in place and help you to start making improvements to achieve your goals. All right. And you are listening to Paladin Financial Talk, uh, the podcast. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore. And of course, Jeff Foley is here from Paladin Financial, our host. And we've covered a lot. We've been talking today uh, about uh, common financial strategy mistakes. Um, and what's next on the list, Jeff, of common retirement strategy mistakes? Debt, Tony. It's a challenge for oh, many, yeah. many Americans. Yeah. But it especially can be hard on retirees. And I'll spare us statistics on this category. But a lot of people have debt. 
And if you're a retiree, you're living on a fixed budget, it can be hard to keep up with that high interest that you might be paying on that. And that could lead to, to cutting back in other areas at the time that you want to really enjoy your retirement. So we want to try to minimize the, the debt as much as possible, particularly before retirement. Yeah. And that certainly does fall into the category of a financial fail. Yeah. I, I mean, if you have big credit card debts, uh, it, it really, uh, and that's not a good feeling to have. I think most of us have maybe been there at one point in time or another. And if you haven't, great, because uh, that is a financial fail. You don't want to be in debt. Right. And I, I say this a lot on our show is that to me, every day is a fork in the road. And we've helped a lot of folks to get out of debt, to put a plan in place and make steady progress. There's no better time than the present and, and start making steps in the right direction. So one simple step to start that planning process, uh, go out to our website. It's financialpaladin.com. And on that, on our website, you'll see a link at the top that says color of money score. So click on that. And the color money risk analysis is 11 simple questions. It will help give you a risk assessment, help you to better understand your outlook on risk and in your plan that you might have in place. And that can be then be used to assist in, in setting up an overall plan that's in line with your goals and your time horizon. But that's a, a very important starting point. Yeah. And risk, you said uh, the camera is a color of money risk analysis. And, and I've seen it. It's just like 11 quick questions to know, okay, where are you at as far as what you're comfortable with as far as risk to your savings and your retirement funds? Uh, and it's really helpful to go through it. Uh, now, you said that every day is a fork in the road. I, I love that phrase. Um, and my response to that is, yeah, but you don't need a fork to eat pizza. So I just keep going. I don't. <laughs> every day is a fork in the road, but you don't really need it because <laughs> you don't have to use a fork. This is a very good point. Sage yeah. advice, sage wisdom yeah. here, folks. <laughs> I don't know. I couldn't, I I, I couldn't help it. I I heard the word fork and I thought of food. How does that work? I don't know. I got a one track mind, I guess. Whereas you're all about saving us money on our finances and saving for the future. I'm always trying to find a way to work food into the conversation. Uh, You know, which of, which of us is a hoot at parties, right? Yeah, go well, with you. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to answer that. Dead sick crickets. <laughs> we'll let our listeners decide. Right. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> oh, taxes. Anyway. <laughs> oh, insurance. Yeah, that's uh, you're the life of the party, Jeff. Yeah, no, try. no. So you're not all about the finance. I mean, you are, but uh, but you, there's two sides to Jeff, kids. Don't worry. <laughs> um, anyway, I, I think we've discussed a lot haven't we? We covered a lot of financial fails. Yes. We talked about the importance of keeping an eye on your credit score, some myths about what might impact those, the danger of failing to plan, have a written financial plan. We can help you out with that. Make sure you have a good direction. And we also talked about some of the the dangers of debt and not just debt, but the fear that you might not be able to pay off those obligations. So, but I want to end on something positive is you can do something about each of those mistakes. Again, the fork in the road, as we talked about, whether that's learning more about personal finance, being aware of what your situation is, understanding your risk tolerance, picking up the phone, giving us a call, coming in for that complimentary second opinion. But you might be guilty of some of the fails that we've talked about today. They could eventually lead to retirement strategy mistakes, but take small steps today to to minimize the impact those are going to have on your retirement future. 
That is a good positive ending, and we're out of time for today's show. Jeff, one more time, let our listeners know how they can call to set up that complimentary strategy session. Call us at uh, 877-219-3199. Again, 877-219-3199. Or we're on the interweb as well at financialpaladin.com. Check out previous podcasts on Spotify, iTunes, and Google. And uh, if you have a couple moments, give us an honest review out there as well. And we'd love to hear your feedback. All right. Sounds good. And that does it for today's episode of Paladin Financial Talk with our host, Jeff. Thank you for listening to Paladin Financial Talk. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Jeff Foley at Paladin Financial. Call 877-219-3199 or visit their website at financialpaladin.com. Advisory services offered through Paladin Wealth LLC, a Minnesota registered investment advisor. Paladin Wealth LLC offers advisory services under the DBA Paladin Financial and Paladin Wealth. Insurance products and services offered through Paladin Insurance LLC. Paladin Wealth LLC and Paladin Insurance LLC are affiliated companies. Jeff Foley and Paladin Financial are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.